0: feeling it. I'm feeling it. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Start head banging. (laughs) Head banging. That's right. Jesse, what's What's going going on? on? What's cracking, lacking? Is it cracking? Is it lacking? Is it it clacking?
1: A little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Uh, It's been a long (laughs) day for me, but I'm super stoked to be here talking about uh, some more comic book films.
0: Yes, yes, this is this is fun, I enjoy, uh, we had a blast on our last one, Chad, if you guys have not seen our last episode where we talked about the Phantom, is it really that we bad? We slammed some evil. We slammed some fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the villain went out like this, unbelievable, and he laughed hysterically, and he blew up, <laughs> as you do, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, the Phantom was fun, but still check it out, it's a hilarious episode. Uh, We dive into The Phantom. Uh, Part of the trilogy of movies we got going here where in the early 90s. uh, Hollywood took a chance on some classic pulp characters. And just tried to make some franchises out of it. Um, Unfortunately for the three pulp movies, the franchises didn't become franchises. Uh, However though. uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, And that's The Rocketeer. Uh, the Shadow and the Phantom. That's what those are the three pulp films we're talking about, right? But we're gonna get into. Uh, we might do. You never know, Jesse. If you're down in the future, maybe we'll do the Rocketeer here. Oh, you, you haven't know? done that one yet? No, no. Well, because I'm assuming it's probably rated high because a lot of critics and fans like the Rocketeer. I mean, I, I really enjoy that movie. It's a lot of fun. So I don't yeah, think it's, uh... it's rated low. We would have to check the sc- the score to see if it's rated low for it to do it. Is it really that bad episode? But we'll you know we can always do movie reviews too.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling it's a cult classic. Uh, I'm not sure if the critics loved it so much, but I, I know okay. it's
0: gained popularity over the years. Right. It just everyone fondly looks back on it as you know, in a good way. In a good way, positive. Mm. You know, and the I saw that, Iron Man. I, Pretty much, yeah. And I saw what's going on, Briscoe? Uh, and I saw uh, you know, the Rocketeer in theater and it was Sweet. it was a lot it was a lot of fun, it was a blast. But we'll save all the Rocketeer talk for the Rocketeer episode today. We're talking about the Shadow, nineteen ninety four. But first let's see who's up in who's up in his house. We've got twenty one badasses here already. That's right. John Martinez, he says, Let's start the ruckus. I love food, Michael Gonzalez. That's right. Some fat samurai guy guy. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, we got <laughs> Jake Hall in the house. That's right. He says, What's up, fat samurai guy? And Jesse. That's right. Uh, Bob Oden's son, Who knows the ruckus that dwells in men's hearts? The fat samurai guy knows. Love it. Love it. That's right. Samuel Stokes, What's going on? Nate Dogs, Mike Swift. Uh, I have seen Boss Level. Uh, we might do a video about it later. Jean... Jean... Gene. <laughs> Gene. Back Gene Gene. He's going to be badass Gene. That's it. All right. Orlando. We said it already. Briscoe in the house. Andre Atkins. That's right. Nate Dogs. Thanks for the donos. Is Rotten Tomatoes has Rocketeer at 66%. See, it's still. Hmm. I, I personally would put uh, Rocketeer higher than that. But that's 66, still fast, though. That's still a yeah. It's still considered fresh. Uh, but you never know. We may review it just as a movie review. We could do that just for too. funsies. Yeah, just for funsies. All right. Spinner Eye, <laughs> right, what's going on? That's right. The movie Doja Army slowly trickling in the badasses. We're here to talk about the shadow. Is it really that bad? That's right. We're going to get into it. Talk about the plot synopsis and all. What we like, what we didn't like, and then at the end uh, we'll give our our vote, our verdict of. Uh, If it should get a pass or not. Uh, And then I'll post the poll. That's right. Because the Movie Dojo Army did vote as well. uh, If they think it deserves the 35% rating. Or the Shadow should be a little bit higher than that. So I'll post that at the end as well. Just for fun. Got to have the Movie Dojo Army involved. Because they're badasses. Thanks again for hanging out with us tonight. That's right. And uh, liking the video. And uh, hanging out with me and Jesse. That's it. Every time I say your name, I gotta say it like that. (laughs) All right, the Phantom. Let's go ahead and get into it here. That's right, nineteen ninety four. You mean the Shadow? Oh my God! (laughs) Thank you. I mean, we could talk more about the Phantom if you want. Thank you. Uh, I think I think I've accidentally done that. I think before. I think when I was posting the poll, like for we're gonna talk about the Shadow. I think I put the Phantom by accident. So sorry. But no, it's all good. I changed that, corrected that. But thank you, Jesse, for correcting me there. Uh, the Shadow, 1994, one year before Batman Forever came out. That's right. Uh, directed by Russell Mulcahy, uh, famous for the badass uh, fantasy adventure film Highlander, which I love that movie. And we got a pretty good cast here. We got Alec Baldwin as Lamont Cranston, aka The Shadow. John Lone. Uh, Plays Shiwan Khan. That's right. Uh, For those of you that are fans of The Hunted, uh, John Lone is fantastic in that movie as well. And that's probably going to be a little... I was going to save it as a surprise. It's leaked, you know, exclusive right now. Uh, The Hunted. With John Lone and Christopher Lambert's probably most likely going to be on a future is it really that bad episode because I saw the rating for it and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So, that may be a, <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, Penelope, Penelope Ann Miller plays Margot Lane and she was in a lot of really good movies. She was in Carlito's Way and she was great in that. And she was also in a very underrated, in my opinion, everyone's different, a uh, very underrated creature feature horror flick called The Relic. Uh, Jesse, oh, have nice. you seen? Have you seen that?
1: Uh, I always get the Relic and Mimic mixed up, so I don't know <laughs> if I've actually seen it or not. But I probably so, have. I'm more than likely so,
0: seen both films. Right? Yeah, knowing you, because you know you're a big horror, you know horror movie fan like me. So you may have come across it. But the Relic was the one where the, she was stuck in the museum, oh, and the creature okay. the creature was in that. I really as a creature feature movie, I thought the Relic was great, uh, but a lot of people kind of kind of uh, just forgot about that movie as soon as it came out. Uh, Peter Boyle from all you young Frankenstein fans and Taxi Driver plays Moe Shrevnitz, there you go, and uh, some Ian McKellen guy. Who's this? Do you know who this guy is? I never heard of him.
1: I don't know. It's not like he's been in a few X-Men movies or anything. (laughs)
0: That's right. Pre-X-Men, pre-Magneto, Ian McKellen has a little small role in here as well. Reinhard Lane, you gotta say it like that.
1: <laughs> Reinhard Lane, there you go.
0: And we got Tim, it. Tim Curry. Uh, always fun seeing him in here as Farley Claymore. And uh, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people in here, and we'll get into that. But let's go ahead and get into the plot synopsis. So don't forget, is it really that bad? Chad, it will contain spoilers as usual. But here's the here's the quick plot synopsis. So in the 1930s. New York City, the shadow battles his nemesis, Shiwan Khan, who is building an atomic bomb. Yeah, there you go. Pretty simplistic. Uh, kind of sums it up right there. That's it. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get into it right now. Um, 28 badasses. All right. Thanks for hanging out uh, tonight with us, chat. You guys fucking rock. We appreciate that. We have Samuel Stokes here saying. Uh, that knife was awesome. He's a fan of the Purba knife, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I think that's how you say it, Purba. And if I say it wrong, I'm sorry. So, all right. Scorpion wants his knife back. (laughs) Oh, uh, by the way, since we're talking comic book movies, John Martinez points out, have you heard of this, uh, Jesse? Batman dying is easy. This is from the Bat in Uh... the Sun. Bat in the Sun YouTube channel. They did a fan film. I was a just going to say, is that a fan film? Yeah, it just came out, and it, it looked, the screenshots look... I mean, for a fan film, it looks pretty fucking badass, man. Like, when you uh, see Batman's suit and everything, it's like sweet. But I haven't watched checked, it yet.
1: I've checked out one or two Batman short flick things on YouTube. I don't think I've seen that one. I did see uh, Nightwing versus Red Hood. That was a pretty good fan yeah. film, like a 10-minute yeah. thing.
0: But uh, I'll yeah. definitely have
1: to check that one out.
0: Right. Right, let's see. All right. Oh, we have uh, uh, I Love Foods said it deserves the 35% for two reasons. John Lone's performance was awful. Oh, wow, he thought it was awful. He was bored out of his mind. There you go. Well, to each his own. We're going to get into it. it. To each his own. All right. And here we go. Jake Hall just finished watching it, and he liked it. <laughs> so everyone is different. Apples and oranges. All right. But we're going to go ahead and get into it. Okay.
1: All right. I'm going to so say before- if you're a Jen's Sorry, I was gonna say, if you're a Gen Z, you're probably gonna lose your attention span halfway through this
0: movie. So, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I'll, 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 I have my issues with it too. So I'll talk about my history with the movie, and then you talk about your history with the film, and we'll get into, we'll go, you know, do our little boot, bootleg notes, bullet points, and we'll talk about the movies, plot synopsis, and all that stuff. So when I remember, unlike the Phantom movie trailers, where I was like, "What the hell is this?" Giant Gonzalez. I was like, I don't want to see it. And then, you know, if you guys want to know my story about the Phantom, watch that video. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Shadows trailers look cool. I was like, Whoa, who is this? And I remember the, you know, one of the taglines was, you know, "Only the Shadow knows." And I remember, I was like, Wait a minute, why does this sound familiar? And I remember my mother back in the day. What's going on, Danny boy? Uh back, back in the day, I remember my mother used to tell me, she used to sit down with her her family next to the radio, and she used to listen to the old radio episodes of The Shadow, and she told me that. I remember she told me that. Nice. And the, the character would say, only The Shadow knows. And she, I remember that. And I was like, wow. So, you know, we have back here, here we go, here's a little screenshot uh, advertisement for the old serials. I mean, the old, the old radio shows about the character, that's right, going out there solving crime. And I was just like, man, that sounds familiar. So the trailers look cool, having that connection with my mom. I was like, okay, let me go see it. So I was excited. And when I first saw it, remember I, I wasn't familiar with the comic books or anything like that. I didn't really know anything about it. And I think, I think majority of the mainstream audience didn't really know the character was based off of anything. And I think at the time, there wasn't even a a popular comic book out there to kind of hype the film, too. So a a lot of people probably went, just like me, went in kind of blind, maybe expecting another, like, you know, Batman or whatever. And The Shadow was anything but Batman. Similar Mm -hmm. in some parts. Similar in some parts, but totally different, though. Uh, But I remember liking the movie when I first saw it in the theater, but I didn't love it and that's because the movie kind of gave me blue balls and we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit later you know we'll get into that a little bit later cuz we watching it on blu-ray I have the Shout Factory blu-ray release and i watched it last night um, it still kind of gave me that blue balls in a certain area but do i still feel the same way i felt I felt about it back in the theater we'll get to that when we get to that so um, but I always something about it always stayed with me, and I wanted to like it more, but something was keeping me from liking it more. Mostly it's probably the blue balls. But uh, <laughs> I something about it made me want to buy it, because before I even came up with this series, I bought the Blu-ray. So something I... made me want to go out and buy the Blu-ray. So there was probably something about it that stayed with me. And a lot of it is the visuals, you know. And uh, we'll get with that. But that was this is my little quick history on first experiencing the movie, and uh, what's yours? Go for it.
1: My first experience with the movie, I, I think I got my copy uh, on DVD here. I'm not exactly sure when. I don't know what version of the DVD this is supposed to be. Um, there's, like, no super-duper clear indicator marks or anything like that. It just says Universal Home Video, so... Oh
0: man, that's the old school. That's the old school full screen pan and scan DVD releases. Yeah, it's the the full full screen one. Wow, that's old school right there. Yeah. Hey, well at least you got it. At least you can watch the movie for the for the review. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's classic and grainy and everything. Um, Yeah. So I was I was slowly getting more into comic books uh, a lot more once I did some security. I used to do security for a group called Group 4 Corps, And uh, I'd have a lot of night shifts at uh, either the hospital or the local steel mill, just basically making sure no one comes in there and does anything stupid. But most of the time, it was just a lot of sitting at a desk, looking at the cameras, doing nothing for 12 (laughs) hours straight from like 10 at night till 7 or 8 in the morning. Right And, yeah, so I had a lot of free time. And so I decided, well, in between looking at the cameras and going for a patrol, uh, I would just uh, read some graphic novels and some comics. So yeah. I got into reading graphic novels and comics. And one of my friends nice. that worked worked there, they're like, hey, you're into comics. Have you ever read any of the pulps? I'm like, what the fuck is a pulp? I'm like, are you talking about orange juice? And they're like, no, no, <laughs> dummy. I'm like, oh, geez, sorry, sorry. And they're like, no, I'm talking about the old Pulp Fiction novels. I'm like, oh. They're like, yeah, if you like superheroes, you should check out the classic Mystery Man pulp comics and I'm like, or, or novels. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, yeah, go go check out uh, The Shadow and go check out The Green Hornet and this and that. I, I think I'd already heard of The Green Hornet just vaguely. Yeah, But then they're like, no, no, go check out The Shadow, uh, go get this movie, da-da-da. So I'm like, all right. So I went to the local uh, King's video, which is kind of like blockbuster. Uh, and I picked this up on DVD for, I think, $6.99. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, wow, this is dark. It's moody. It's uh, cin- cinematic. It's got like a, a mature kind of feel to it. But it's still... Whimsical and has supernatural elements, and the class and the the pomp of the yeah. like uh Alec Baldwin's like playboy uh male mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah character and then the class yeah. of uh what's her name that's in this like just excellent stuff going on mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I watched it on one of my night shifts, and it was great. The only thing is, like you said, it just it it teases you with the shadow a lot more than you're hoping for. But yeah, that's that's how I kind of stumbled upon it. One of my fellow uh, Night Shift uh, co-workers was like, yeah, if you like comics, go check out the Pulps. Check out the original Mystery Men before there was spandex and and like domino masks and all that. I'm like, "All right, sweet. And yeah, I fell headfirst into it, getting into things like Green Hornet, the Shadow, the Spider, aka the yeah. Master of Men, and all them.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and it's it's <laughs> it's such a nice because you know I'm the biggest you know, I mean I'm a huge fan. I'm not a I'm not an expert on the comics or anything like that, but I grew up with comic books. You know, my, my comic book store was the Seven Eleven across the street. Man, that's it. I had to go nice. walk across the street and uh, get my little Seven Eleven comics, but uh you know I'm a big fan of d c and marvel and and image and all that stuff but it's just it's it's kind of it's nice to broaden your horizon and you don't have to just only read spider man comics you mm-hmm. don't have to just only read x men and that's it you know there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you do but there's so there's just a world of uh so many amazing stories out there whether they' in trade form graphic novel or you know, there's so much and you have all different genres of comics too. Fantasy, martial arts, action, mystery. I mean, it's it's it, the sky's the limit. And there's so much good stuff out there that it's it's nice to as much as we like the, you know, MCU and and parts of the DCEU <laughs> as much as we like that stuff, it's nice to take a break. It's actually nice to take a break and look at something different. Let's look at something new that we're not used to. And you know it's fun reviewing or, or you know go over these movies with you based on these pulp characters. You know, right. I just wa- I just watched Flash Gordon 4K and I absolutely love that movie and all its campness and goofiness goofiness from the 80s. And I love yeah. that movie to death. And it was fun revisiting the Phantom with you. And now we're getting ready to dive into the Shadow. And it's nice to actually take a break from your. You know, the usual, like the Spider-Mans. And, and we love all those characters too. But it's nice to have something new. You know, something different. And I think the Rocketeer, the Shadow, and the Phantom brought something different in their own way at the time. Just nobody was really ready for it. And it didn't really take off to other franchises. But I'd be, I'll be honest right now. I would love to see a brand new property that I don't, I've don't, i never heard of. And it's fucking Badass, amazing! I'd be all for it. This brand yeah. new character, brand new character, maybe has a small little comic line, uh, a comic book line that you know you, you didn't really hear, hear about, or it's just a brand new created superhero type character, or, or or vigilante or something like that. But it's amazing and done well, and it's exciting. And I'm all for something new. And and uh, with these three pulp movies that we're talking about now, you kind of get that you know for better or for worse uh they're not perfect they have their flaws and we're here to we're honest we're honest here you know even if we like a movie we still got to talk about okay that was some that was bad <laughs> like yeah. you know we got yeah. to be honest we got to be honest here uh, but it's that's why this is fun hanging out with uh Jesse as we talk in movies and we got all these badasses in chat right now that's right, I'm just right talking to you Uh, hanging out with us and liking the video and uh, listening to us rant about movies or just discuss because it's fun. It's fun. So I got some bootleg notes here. So it was fun to revisit uh, The Shadow. Again, I I bought the Blu-ray a while back, but I haven't watched it until uh, that happens a lot in this house. Uh, Oh, you got that Blu-ray? Did you see it? I have the Blu-ray. I have not watched it yet. You're going to hear that a lot from me. Uh, but I, you know, it's perfect timing just in time for the show, uh, to talk about the shadow and, uh, I watched it last night and you know what, despite How's the whole despite the flaws, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, it's entertaining, man. It's entertaining. The visuals are great. That's the Jerry Goldsmith score is fantastic. The shadow theme is really good, but it's not Perfect. I wouldn't put it up there as, like, my top ten comic book films of all time. I wouldn't put it there. Uh, if I had to make a top ten list, like, right now, I wouldn't put The Shadow there. But, you know, it, it gets a lot of hate. But let's let's dive into it. Because I, I'm going to admit, there's some things that they could have... It, it didn't really work for me. And, uh, you know, we're here. We're honest. So, let's talk about it here. All right. So, back to the history here. So, again, it started off as, some, as the old radio episodes. And eventually... Uh, you know went to novelization and uh it got some films there there you go we got some old films some serial episodes check this check this shot out here look at this yo <laughs> what, oh, wow. what, what, what y'all know about that so look at that sitting in the back you know look at that <laughs> and just pretty much the ex- almost the exact same shot uh, that we have shots like this in this movie? With the shadow sitting in the back seat with the, what's it called? His cab driver slash, yeah, you know, agent funny how, driving him
1: around. It's funny how all these old pulp movies and some of the old superhero movies mm-hmm. have these shots of like the superhero getting changed or something in the back of a cab. It's like they always got their professional chauffeur or cabbie driving yeah. them around the city. It's yeah. it's neat how they all kind of landed on that idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Sexy Subo dark phoenix at the top of the yes it's the greatest oh. comic book movie of all time come on uh poor dark phoenix <laughs> there are some good segments
1: in that movie though i gotta say there is it's just like that train oh. sequence that was fun but so overall,
0: good. overall, it was just like, oh boy, that well, that happened. That was the reaction. Dark well, Phoenix,
1: <laughs> and how what's her face crushed Magneto's
0: mask. I'm like, oh, shit's going down there. But yeah, there's there's some. <laughs> bad I, don't think, too. I don't think I don't think Shadow was in Defenders of the Earth. Defenders, I don't think he was in that. They had that magician guy. It was Flash Gordon, the Phantom, uh, and some Mandrake. And there were some other characters, but I don't think the shadow was in there. I would remember.
1: Was there ever like a guest uh, spot
0: maybe? You know what? I, it's been years since I was a little samurai, man. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, but, the, uh, wee anyway, the wee Samurai. The Wii Diet Samurai. Yes, half samurai. <laughs> All right. But yeah, great score by Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, the theme, I love the theme. It fits that 1930s aesthetic. And that's what they were going for. And I think that kind of went over everybody's heads, including mine. Then was they were going for the 1930s setting vibe, especially with the Hollywood glam shots on Margot Lane. I mean, it's it's you can you can literally put Penelope the actress in a 1930s film with this character. You could oh, easily sure. just put her in the 40s. And uh, and, a, and again, know, the Alec class. Baldwin too. Oh well, yeah, because that's what they were going for. Now, cinematography was really good in this movie too. Like really 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 good but an interesting fun fact the the cinematographer of this of this movie did a fantastic job but he originally kind of wanted it to be in black and white understandable what do you think about that though that uh, might have been dope
1: it would have been but it i the It was not It wouldn't scarf. A so
0: right oh that's right the red scarf but that kind of it's kind of a fun idea actually if they did it in black and white Well, sort of like Uh, uh, Zack
1: Snyder's black-and-white version of the Justice League that's going to be going up, too. Like, he's doing two different versions of the film, the the main one, but then he also is doing Justice League Noir, uh, which is just the same thing, just in black-and-white, which should be cool because of different scenes being lighted the way they are and whatnot. Right,
0: right. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it is, too. But, yeah, film noir is the vibe here. Excuse me. It's the vibe. It's what they were going for, especially a lot of the witty, uh, like, 1940s, you know kind of like romantic comedy you know type of talk. Oh yeah like they definitely they got the that cast. dry humor down Yeah like yeah. yeah like that was on purpose and there was a just like the phantom not as much as the phantom but there's camp in here there's obvious camp even though it's a more darker serious world than Next the time phantom. you get to be on top Yeah <laughs> it came out of nowhere it's like what I like, what the hell but yeah there was a lot of I was like damn that's spicy there was a lot of <laughs> A lot of funny moments between, especially the dialogue between uh, uh, Alec Baldwin and uh, Penelope in this movie. They definitely had uh, that old school type of dialogue, witty back. You know, oh, it I'm gonna, killed I'm me gonna, when I'm he gonna, tried to do his glare on her. Her. Oh yeah, and she's
1: like, yeah, "What are you t- doing?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, don't let me forget that though. But yeah, so let's talk about the opening, uh, the opening uh, sequence, Jesse. When he, he's a, the Phantom's the fucking, like, you got Batman, right? We love Batman. You got Batman, you know, childhood tragedy, his parents dying. He's got a billion dollars. He gets, he gets trained as a ninja and he gets to do his thing. Meanwhile, Lamont, Lamont Cranston is a fucking opium warlord. (laughs) He's Mm -hmm. a fucking murderer. (laughs) and everything. Yeah. He's a fucking drug Lord murderer. That's our hero. Mm That's our yeah. hero, right in the beginning. Makes a bet. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the opening there?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just the most antithesis. Antithesis. I don't know how to say that word. Antithesis of yeah. what antithesis. you'd expect from. Yeah, yeah that word. <laughs> of a <laughs> superhero that you would expect, and that's that's the thing about these these pulp fiction mystery men. They weren't your cookie cutter mama's fresh baked cookies uh you know big blue boy scout type of superheroes these pulp fiction mystery men had the darkest kind of origins the i don't give a shit attitude they will yeah. just straight up murder fools and yeah. that is what these early og superheroes were like and and yeah. uh the shadows no different he starts off at the beginning of the movie just sitting back you know, chase, <laughs> chasing the dragon, just li- living in the lap of evil luxury. Uh, there's like flashbacks of him just slaying fools in the village. And you're like, whoa, this is supposed to be our hero? And yeah, it's, it's quite the opener for who you're trying to get to know.
0: Check out Film Fanatic's quote here. Look at this. He said, according to IBB, Bob Kane stated that the Shadow was a huge influence. I believe it. Huge influence yeah, well that's, on, on that's, Batman. That's, that's one cool. reason
1: why Batman had guns in the beginning.
0: Right, right. Hey, uh, Director Ranjit, it's all good, my brother. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll have fun tomorrow, man. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. He did have a... That's right. I forgot about that in the early days. But, yeah, you get introduced in the beginning. What, what made me laugh, though, for all you Big Trouble in Little China fans, uh, James Hong, that's right, our homie, you know, uh, Lo Pan. <laughs> he gets <laughs> brought in because he killed some of... Uh, uh, the Phantom, what was his name? we'll call him Cranston. I forgot his his warlord Jin? name. Was that his warlord name? I think oh, it was, was it Ni- Jin or something. Me Ni- Kong or something. I forgot it. I'm a horrible name. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll just we'll just whatever he, when he was warlord status uh some of his men got killed by James Hong's people and you, for big trouble Little China fans James Hong be, is being brought in detained by <clears throat> excuse me Gerald Okamura and Al Leong. So there you go. He got the whole cast of Big Trouble in Little China coming in there. So they bring him in there. And he's all like, you're not going to kill me. You're not going to kill me. All right. I'm just going to escape on my own. And then uh, he grabs one of uh, one of uh, 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 Alec Baldwin's men. He grabs one of his men as a human shield. And then Baldwin's like, just shoot through him." I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> so they just yeah. said, all right. He shot through him. He said something like, you know, You were like a fa- you're always like a father to me, but uh eh, just shoot through him. You know. I was like, damn, this is our hero, holy fuck. It's like Yeah. Bitch, you know I love you, but now you gotta die. Now you gotta now you gotta go. <laughs> uh but yeah, he was he was cold. He he's he's a cold, cold hearted uh, son of a bitch. Uh but then he goes to sleep at night, <clears throat> then he gets knocked down and kidnapped, and then he gets brought to the High Priest of Tolku, Tolku, right? I think that's what they were called. Again, I'm horrible with right names. To me. Yep. <laughs> Tolku Priest, the High Priest, and it's very interesting because he senses, uh, you know, uh, Lamont Cranston's shadow power within him, and he basically decides to train him how to use it for good, kind of redeeming his character against his will. <laughs> because <laughs> he was like what you gonna do what he's like just trust me just we're gonna train you how to use your inner dark shadow power because you got something there and you know it it's hiding in there sometimes it comes out sometimes it comes out and changes your identity i was like ah i see what yeah you, i see what you're doing there movie i see what you're doing there and uh the power to but, cloud man's minds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna redeem your character because you're a fucking murderer and it's all am a redeeming character. Now you're going to use your powers for good. I'm going to train you. And uh, I did enjoy the uh Perba scene. That's right, the dagger. That's right. Let's see here. The scorpion dagger. Oh, the... Yeah. The scorpion <laughs> dagger, yeah. Yeah. Now, I if I, you know, I'll be honest, if it's a if it's cheap and affordable, which it won't be. If I ever came across an actual replica like this, I might pick it up. Like, if I could afford it, you know what I'm saying? But if most likely replica, movie replicas are expensive, right? So whoever got this is a lucky son of a bitch right here. But I love the design of the dagger. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I love the design of the dagger here. You know, I really that love looks that. way better than the
1: movie one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of the times it was CGI in the movie. Early CGI yeah. and not Jurassic Park budget CGI. So- Resident Evil 1 CGI. No. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Perba was funny because Perba had a kind of a personality on its own. Yeah, he did. Like,
1: he was a spicy little bastard.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and you, know, uh, Baldwin's trying like, to pick him, pick him up and, like, uh, he scared the shit out of me. Baldwin tried like to catch get... <laughs> his hand once he cuts it uh, off. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but, uh, let's see here. So it's a ghost dagger that helps drive out the evil spirits. It's like the, the original idea of Perba. But Perba can do whatever the fuck it wants, unless you can control Perba. Yeah, Perba uh, get... pretty much does everything, but flip him off. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I love how I love how he's trying to pick it up and control it, and, and the priest from the, the high priest is like, "Don't do that! Don't! No, you fucked up! Don't do that! Don't try! That's not how you control Perba." And uh, I love how he Perba well, he throws Perba, I think, right, or Perba goes up in the air and comes back down, and stabs him in the leg, I think. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, stabs him in right the leg. In the bone. And, yeah, pretty much. And then after that, I love Alec Baldwin's uh, line. He goes, am I in hell? <laughs> oh, it's cracking me up. So now, fast forward to, uh, uh, mo- well, not modern time, but fast Life forward in the big city. to yeah, Life in a Big City. But I love, I love, a, you know, they give the backstory. Well, you know, his transformation sense of what he's... Oh, yeah, just the mission. strolling marquine. Yeah. His mission of what he's supposed to go out and do to cloud men's minds. And, yeah, but that was actually a nod to the evil. old
1: black and white movies though, to how they use exposition by just kind of like scrolling some uh text yeah. on the screen. So Yeah. It wasn't like they were lazy or anything. I mean maybe no. they were, but it was kind of a hint to the old like black and white movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> but I love at the I love at the very end of the of the scroll it says <laughs> uh the shadow is on his mission to cloud men's minds and defeat them and blah 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 and he is reported to that most wretched lair of villainy to we know as oh new it's just new york city <laughs> i was I laughing can't... at that i was laughing at that i was cracking up i was like wow that was funny i see what you're doing in movie you're like but, they're not wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i really love the beginning action sequence i really love it man it, it's the visuals are great for it you know for the movie's budget the, the, the visuals are great uh the shadow uh comes in and out uh of shadow form boxing up uh like the head gangster over there well his two minions the whole time didn't do shit they were scared shitless they were just like on the side just like, They're like just... we ain't getting paid enough for this <laughs> shit <laughs> and um uh he was about to he put a cement block on um uh what was it what was he a scientist? No, he was uh, I forgot what his trade was. Um uh, what was the name of the actor?
1: He, he might have been an informant or something.
0: Yeah. But he was smart though, because remember he goes back to him later and he's the one that kinda helps him figure out that Shiwan Khan is trying to he needs a beryllium sphere from Ian McKellen's character who's yeah. a scientist. So they and he's build... like,
1: yeah, this is beryllium or beryllium or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, it's rare. It's not supposed to exist. And was it bronzium? Like, bronzium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Bronzium. Yeah.
0: So basically, Shadow's there to, to save uh, the life of uh, uh, this poor guy <laughs> who's about to get dumped off the bridge. And I love about how swim yeah. the fishes. Yeah. Yeah, I love how Shadow <laughs> shows up, starts laughing hysterically, You know, just to fuck with the gangsters. And uh, does this little shadow boxing coming in and out. Fucks the gang, fucks the, you know. Telling him, you need to turn yourself in, basically. And he's like, I'll do it. And then he throws him through the fucking windshield of the car. (laughs) (laughs) But before that, I love how, you know, the dude was just shooting everywhere. He even shot up his own car. Because he was so scared of where the shadow might be. He shot his own car up. He almost shot his own men. Uh, But after that, you know, we get the... The iconic shot of him standing out there on uh, on the, the bridge—a very, very badass shot. Love the theme song, and then after his the deed is done, just swings his cape around. I mean, look at this! Look at the cinematography in this movie. This is nineteen ninety four. It had this so much potential. Fucking great, yeah. This is like great, and I was just like really excited after this after this scene. Uh, unfortunately, though, we're going to get into that some of them blue balls action, but we'll get into that but still great opening this is like one of the highlights uh, of the movie i love it i love it
1: it's it's almost got that like batman uh like the first uh michael keaton batman feel to it almost it's like that dark avenging kind of like uh gothic city looking feel yeah. to it and it's just coming right at the camera like like a badass. Yeah. yeah it it just it looks so
0: cool yeah it was great i was like that's how you that's how you do it that's how you start the movie off that's how you do it right there. All right. Let's get back to it here. So, back to the most wretched lair of villainy in New York City. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. You know, I, I agree when you were talking about the whole class thing and the whole, you know, obviously they were trying to go for that 1930s, 1940s vibe. If they made a Batman, if they made a Batman set in this era, Right? Set in the 30s or the 40s. They made a Batman movie. I think Alec Baldwin at this time would have fucking killed it as Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. For sure. He would have fucking killed it as Bruce Wayne. Like, I mean, he easily... basically was in this movie. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like, if they ever did a, a Batman movie set in the 40s, Alec Baldwin is perfect. He's, like, really, really good in this movie. Uh, I like his little... Uh, his his little his like decoder ring or his communication ring it was kind of reminded me of the Phantom a little bit there, even though the Phantom's ring didn't really do anything but slam evil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, fa- the the Shadows got agents out there, son. That's right. The Shadows got agents. All the people's lives that he rescues, he basically dons them his agents. He's like, hey, I saved your life. If I need a favor, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. Uh, but never take off that ring because that's how you communicate with me so he gets his communication through the ring which i thought was a lot of fun
1: yeah the sun is shining but the ice is still slippery
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that was their little communication code there uh but but yeah like just like similar to the phantom this was an homage and old to the old pulp era the old pulp characters which at the time even for me you know because i was the one that was in the theater to see it it kind of just went over my head right? And you know nobody really, nobody really got it, but it doesn't mean this movie's perfect though. It does have its flaws, which we'll get to in a little bit. So, but great again, great opening action sequence on the bridge. Love it. I love it a lot.
1: Yeah, like so uh, far so good. Like the opening, uh, like little story of him, like wrecking shop, his little like training session with the monk, and then his. You know, seen kicking the bad guy's asses on the bridge. Like, all that's good so far. Like, it looks like oh, yeah. it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. from And I, lo-
0: I love, I uh, love, why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, you mentioned it early, so I'll let you uh, go back to uh, the wonderful uh, telepathic powers that he has.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Shadow, if you don't know, he has, well, this ability to quote-unquote cloud men's minds. And it's sort of like how the Jedi use the Force to tell the stormtroopers that these are not the droids you're looking for. And he kind of just, whenever he activates this, he kind of goes a little dark, kind of in the shadows a bit, kind of more mysterious. And then his eyes kind of glaze over in this like black mirror type thing and then he just stares you down and like he says uh you know you don't want to search for him it's a waste of your resources in fact the shadow doesn't even exist blah 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 and his his uh i guess uncle who is part of the 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 police brigade or he might be the chief of police or something he's like oh no We don't even need to search for the shadow. Fact, <laughs> the shadow doesn't exist, and he just like yeah. word for word says it back. He's like, yeah, because if the shadow exists, then there'd be no yeah.
0: need for me to be in my job or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. But again, going back to the badass cinematographer, like the little touches. Yeah, the way they light he, that is fantastic. Yeah, every time he would use his powers, it it's would, legitimately it was, it creepy. Was so good, so cool. It's so cool, especially yeah. with the eyes going black and all that stuff. Uh, but. He meets his match when he comes across Miss Margot Lane here. Meets his match because, uh, come to find out, a little bit later, she has a similar power to his. So she can read the shadows' minds, which is really dangerous for him. And he even says that. You know, yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <I ain't laughs> my, <I'll say> <laughs> uh, Yeah, but yeah, she she meets his match. I mean, he he meets he meets. His match, excuse me, uh, when he meets her, but they do they do kind of fall for each other. But there's a lot of fun comedic uh, banter uh, between them, which we'll get to. But I do love the when you were mentioning earlier when uh, you know he's like all about business. He ain't got time for no romance, and he's trying to leave, and she's trying to catch up to him because her father ends up going missing, uh, played by Ian McKellen, because he's under the control of She-Kwan.
1: mm-hmm Reinhardt, and he's trying Wayne. to get out of there.
0: <laughs> Reinhard Lane. Well, he's a so anyway. He's trying to leave, and she catches up with him, and he's like, "Look, I'm not in the mood." So he does this whole Jedi mind thing on her, and she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, are you drunk?" Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like,
1: he's like, "You don't have time to see me right now. You've got other things to do, and you want to leave." And yeah, she's yeah. like, "Are you having a stroke?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking
0: about? Are you I'm coming drunk? with
1: you, idiot? Are you drunk?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny. And if you know, and if you listen you closely, toast. Yeah, yeah. If you listen closely, when the, his Jedi mind trick is not working, the score like fades. Listen to the music during that scene, because like this uh, sweeping music, and then when he starts to fail, you, the music's like, it just gets flaccid. <laughs> Pretty much, I was like, I see what you're doing there, movie. I see what you're doing there. All right. We're we're on a (laughs) roll here. But yeah, camp's in this as as well. Yeah, Margot has powers, telepathy. There you go. All right. She's quite Uh, the femme fatale. Yeah. Uh, We get a scene where the Shadow's at home sleeping. He gets a premonition that evil is coming. And you have this very dated visual CGI shot of a face... Coming, Coming out of out the, of the flames, fireplace, you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is for 1994. What are you going to do for low budget 1994? It kind of
1: uh, reminded me of that scene from the Spawn where Violator comes up out of the fireplace the same way. A little it's like, bit. like, oh, okay.
0: I give four more years. That's when Spawn, what, four more years? No, three more years. Spawn came out in 1997. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three more years. Maybe they All were inspired right. by the shadow. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, you never know. It's very similar if you think about it. How, how do you CGI uh, the shadow yeah, nose? The shadow nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the uh, I was like, how do you do CGI on a budget? The shadow nose. Yep. Uh, then we have the scene in the museum, and you have the big reveal of Shekwan, who basically, mm. who basically uh, um, hitched a ride in that coffin over the years to gain to grow his power from his. Yeah, from he pulled a Vlad and Taylor like,
1: from Dracula.
0: Yeah, he's like the last descendant of Genghis Khan. And he kind of hangs out in there. I love the design of the the silver coffin. was fucking cool looking, man. I really oh, yeah. the design like, of that. They right. definitely made that spiffy as fuck. And, and you know, to each his own. Like, <clears throat> people love John Lowell's performance. Some people hate John Lowe's performance. Apples and oranges. It's all good. We can all be one big fucking happy family. Happy fucking family as... Frost said in Blade One, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I actually, movie. I actually love John Lone in this. I think he's one of the most underrated actors. Uh, he was fantastic in uh, the Last Emperor. He was fan- He's great in The Hunted. Like I said, we're going to be doing that very soon on here. Is isn't really that bad? But I, yeah. I thought, I thought, I like. I you know everyone's different. Everyone's different. I personally liked him in this movie.
1: Yeah, he kind of. At first glance, kind of has that mustache twirling villain, bad guy, bad, hit you over the head thing. But uh, if you look at it a little bit with more of a nuance and and a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit rose colored glasses, but he kind of has his own little personality to it. You you might see it as kind of dry or maybe just bad acting, but I don't see it that way. I see it as the the actor had a certain vision in mind for how he's going to play this role. Yeah. Because one... It's, I don't think you could be too comedic with a Genghis Khan type bad guy, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, like, he also has his own little teeny little hints of humor back and forth oh, with yeah. the
0: shadow. So that, like, Those are the best uh, scenes in the movie. Those are like some of my favorite scenes in the movie when they, when they have dialogue together. It's he is great. pretty clever. Yeah, but it's actually hilarious. Like, the dialogue between both of them mm, are actually yeah. kind of fun. You can tell both actors are having a blast working oh, with each other and their characters and having a good have. time. <clears throat> but I love how as soon as he gets out, he tells the security guard, hey, uh, security guard, why don't you grab that gun of yours, put it to your temple, and uh, take care of that for me, all right? All right, peace out. <laughs> it just makes the security guard just join shoot himself die. in the head. So, oh, yeah, damn. Murder. Murder. <laughs> We're murder in this movie, okay? Yeah. Let's see. I'm checking on chat really, really quick. There we go. Briscoe says he thinks John Lone is great. Uh, pretty much everything he's in. So Even how
1: the casket there. opens is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. it's like open here, open here, shuts it, shuts it. it just he's fucking with them right at the beginning. I'm like,
0: yes, that's funny. Yeah, but he just like used this because uh, he's got similar powers of the shadow. You know, he has the uh, the telepathy, and he made that he made that poor security guard. There's a lot of people get fucked up because of Shiquan in this, which is fun, oh, yeah. though. it's fun. But yeah, he makes him shoot himself in the head, and he escapes. After that. All right, let's see here. Where are we at here? Uh, Tim Curry. (laughs) Being uh, ridiculously over the top, but that's Tim Curry. I would not expect him to play boring or generic. He's always fun and goofy and over the top, and it's always fun seeing him. But he's kind of like, for some reason, he's like a scientist, but the movie never really lets you know or show him as a scientist, which is is weird. He's Uh, supposed to be a scientist,
1: but he just comes across as this bumbling oaf but yeah. yet somehow gets one over on the shadow at one point too. Yeah. Which was
0: weird. I don't know if I like that scene. The but, only, there's, there's one good thing about that scene. It gives our uh, femme fatale something to do. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, I, 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 like, on, I did though, like that, but yeah, go ahead.
1: I got to say that uh, as a fan of Tim Curry, you know mm-hmm. as soon as his name's attached to something, you're in for some sort of treat. Like, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's the movie's bad. Whatever scene Tim Curry steps into yeah. is going to yeah. be gold.
0: Yeah. Look, 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 um, I'm going to show you a clip right here, chat. This is just one clip of Tim Curry. If I still have it here. Hold on. Is it still here? Or did it get moved? One clip. This is Tim Curry shooting back at the shadow. Here you go. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. Oh man! I love it. That's. I'm just that's gonna gold. leave this here. I'm just gonna leave this here for the whole stream. We're just gonna leave this on for the for that the whole entire laugh. stream. Oh yeah, there you go.
1: There oh, you go. God. Right. There. That was gold. Thank you for having that on
0: here. You're, you're, you're welcome. That's you're right cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's him shooting back at the shadow. Yeah. All right, so okay. back to, back to the plot. So yeah, Tim Curry, he's all about some Margot. Uh, it's oh, not yeah. working out. It's not working out though. She don't want nothing to do with him. Why don't you ever? Pig. Why don't you ever? Why don't you ever return my calls? And she goes, "I never returned your calls <laughs> because I don't like you." She just walks by him. But yeah, he's he's with uh, he's kind of in league with Ian McKellen's character, who's a brilliant scientist himself. Uh, supposed he's to be. To, yeah, he's tr- Yeah, he's supposed to be. Uh, but, uh, he's trying to get, he's trying to get Ian to do more like, Hey, let's get our product. Let's get your product out there. We can make more money. I know some people, we can make money. And Ian's like, no, you know, sit down hobbits. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's just all about work. He's all about work. Even when Margo's over here talking to him on the side, uh, talking to him about, you know, Oh, I met this man, you know, and we got a connection, you know, but it didn't work all, and I
1: want to kill myself. Oh, well, that's nice it, to hear. Yeah, he's like,
0: he's like, that's nice, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get uh, back to Charles. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Damn guy locked here. me
1: in a plastic prison.
0: So we get, yeah. So we get some more She-Quan uh, comedy here. We get some more she uh, Everybody's still enjoying and laughing at that gif, that Tim Curry gif. Don't worry, I'm going to throw it up later. I'll throw, it, so I'll throw it up later. Uh, but... <laughs> uh More, more comedy, or more just murder—straight up murder. That's right. This is not no Disney superhero movie. This is straight up murder in this movie. No, so definitely push up some daisies in this <laughs> one. Khan is chilling, getting driven in a taxi cab, <laughs> and mm, then he's like, "You scene. know what?" He's like, "You know what?" I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna kill this guy. He's annoying me. He's like, record. Uh, are you recording my whereabouts or something like that? Because the taxi driver is like writing it down. And then he gets out. and He gets annoyed. And he goes, uh, "You are low on fuel." And he's like, "Oh, look at that! Ah, ha, ha, you're right. Look at that. I need some gas." And then and he sees points. a fuel
1: tanker up ahead. Yeah. That's my and lucky just,
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he uses his telepathy, and that guy just drives face first. Into the fuel and blows up. Second murder from our main villain. It's going to keep going, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed a lot. It's the little things in this movie, the visuals. I think the visuals, even though some of the CGI is dated. Some of the CGI was actually pretty good for its time. But some of it's dated. But a lot a lot of the visuals with the models and the map paintings and some of the, some of the computer effects and the trickery that they had to use for the budget that they had. Uh, I think that's what stayed with me, and I never forgot about the movie. And I always kind of wanted to revisit it, and that's why I bought it on Blu-ray after all these years, even though I was left with blue balls in the theater. Ho! Oh, sorry, I'm here all week. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but um, I really liked the secret message sequence.
1: Oh my so god! that, like, that was great. Tube sequence.
0: Yeah, that was great. So you got one of one of. Uh, that went on for like agents. at least two or three minutes, way too long. They, they, really, they, I it. You could, liked you could it. tell
1: they really loved that sequence because that happened yeah. for at least about four minutes straight. <laughs> and in movie time, that feels like at least yeah. twenty minutes. Like, it, like I get what they are trying to do. They're trying to yeah. show all the fancy ways they could maneuver the camera
0: and have the yeah. shots and and the
1: scenery yeah. of the city. But like, oh my god, it was unnecessary. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I get that. I get that. I, I kind of liked it, though, because we weren't really getting a lot of action. So at least we were getting something to kind of wake up the audience there. Uh, Sorry well, about the see. no
1: action. Here's a visual roller coaster of a message
0: traveling <laughs> throughout the entire city. To, oh, okay. I liked it. <laughs> but we'll keep on rocking and rolling here. All right. All right, let's see here. One of my favorite parts, and two of my favorite parts in the movie is anytime. Quan has a dialogue sequence with Cranston. So you got Cranston mm-hmm. chilling at home, and all of a sudden he looks around, and Shequan's like on the step. He's like on the staircase, just like, <laughs> he's looking at him. What I'm up? like ah. <laughs> he's like what's up? He grabbed one of his robes, and he's like wearing one of his robes. He's like I like this, you know. And the, the dialogue was really good between both of them, man. It was a lot of fun. And I thought it was really interesting when you get into the Shi Quan a little bit more backstory. I thought it was fascinating that Shi Quan was actually kind of fanboying on the shadow when his yeah, older self. Yeah, back when self, he was a murderer. Yeah, yeah, back when he was a fucking warlord. And then you have this dialogue where Shi he's Quan is like, literally fanboying.
1: He's like, you know, all that gangsta shit you did. I love that. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I wish I did that. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. You know. And but I thought it was really interesting though because he also mentions that the the Talku priests tried to do the same thing with him that they did with Lamont Cranston, but failed. I thought yeah. that was really I thought that was really cool. He's like they tried to change me to redeem me to fight for good. Didn't work. But I ran him fucking with work the Poku or whatever it's called. Yeah. The Pembu. Purba. 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 Yeah, yeah. That thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck. So yeah, I thought that was really, really, really interesting. I liked it, but the dialogue was great. And again, going back to the camp, you know, all of a sudden he's like out of nowhere. He's like, "Man, that's a really nice tie. Where'd you get that?" <laughs> and then, and then, I mean, it's just so it's just it's hilarious. Let's see if I have the the gif here. Hold on, I may have it's it. All- I may not. And he's all, "Hold on." I thought I had it here. He's all jazzed on his digs. I don't, I don't have it, but yeah, he's all like he's all like, "That's a great tie. Where you get that?" And 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 then, and then uh, Shadow tells him, "Yeah, I got it at such and such." Anyway, you're a barbarian. <laughs> this is hilarious dialogue. Really funny. But of course, you know, he's trying to recruit them because, you know, they he thinks they have a connection because they used to be, well, he used to be evil. You know, yeah, Lamont he has the whole, "You're not so different you and me." And plus, you know, like, they have the whole telepathy thing, so you know you are going to get a telepathy battle kind of later. Uh, so here is where one of my issues with the movie was: a lot of scene, a lot of really forced, fast scene transitions. That I was just like, "Whoa, movie, slow it down!" And not like slow it down because there is too much action, but slow it down. Like what? Like literally, you had a really good dialogue scene between the hero and the villain. Literally, this is what happens: he tells him. He goes, you know, until next time, (laughs) I'll see you again. He leaves off the scene. The very next shot, he's already with his minions. I was like, whoa, movie, movie, movie. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, movie. We need need a little build up there. You know, maybe we can have another scene and then show, you know, Shequan having a fucking army. Where did he get the fucking minions from? Right, it was literally like boom, 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 boom. There were scenes like that in this movie that I was just kind of like, okay, I think we could have did that a lot better. I'm just being honest, you know, just even though I enjoyed the film. Yeah. A lot of forced, fast, let's go scene transitions, which sometimes work for me. But for for this movie, it was just like, dude, we just, that's like literally the Joker leaving Batman's lair. All right, Batman, I'll see you until next time. (laughs) And then right after that, Harley. <laughs> Harley Quinn, come in here. It's like, wait a minute. We just had a scene with the main villain exiting. You don't go to another scene with the main villain as the very next shot. There were moments like that in this movie. Like, where did he get where did he get, you know, where did he get the minions from, you know? But yeah. then, you know, like it was just kind of like it was just so fast. That's, yeah, but go ahead.
1: They have exposition <laughs> where they don't need it and they don't have exposition where they did need it. It right, was like right. they they took parts of the movie and made it slower. Didn't need to be, and then they jumped parts. We're like, wait, wait, wait. What about this though? And they're like, yeah. no, fuck it. We're going on to the next scene. You're like, oh, okay,
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's one of the things I had to point out. I was like, oh, okay, all right. He's got minions already. Okay. It's already like the ready. Movie's to rule the movie's getting too war.
1: interesting right now. We got to move on to the next scene. <laughs> oh, what? You are barbarian. I like how he's like getting ready to just shoot him in the face, but then he tosses him that coin. He's like, yeah. oh. And the weird thing is, I don't know if you felt this way, but when he flicked the coin, for some reason, I totally thought he was going to shoot the coin. Yeah. Huh. Like, I don't know why, but he just goes catches it. I'm like, I hmm. thought he was going to be like, and like shoot the coin for some reason. Huh. But, but that's not he what happened. He just like catches it.
0: He needed it to investigate the, was it the Bronzanium or something? Right. Around, or whatever like, it was called.
1: The instinct of <clears> someone <throat> throwing something at your face and you have a gun in your hand. <clears> it <throat> you it, it could have been a yeah. weapon, right? Yeah, yeah it, it could have been, been a shuriken. But he's like, I'm yeah. going catch that. It's like, well, what if yeah. it was a
0: shuriken? <laughs> I think it was your four fingers. <laughs> there goes your hand, buddy. Yeah. All right. So the villain's plot has been revealed. He's, he wants to use Reinhardt Lane. That's right. Ian McKellen, to create the virillium sp- sphere and create the uh, create the atomic bomb. The uh, imploding, exploding material
1: device. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how they have
1: to say that like three times, though, in the
0: movie. Yes. It's like, we yes. get it, you wanted to call us something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, finally, uh, there is some good news here. We finally get... Uh, an action sequence with the shadow again, because now they're, you know, the minions are storming, uh, you know, Reinhardt Lane's lair and all that stuff. The lab, to get yeah. The, the lab, yeah. They kill the two security guards who's sitting there talking about they need some, they want a hamburgers, um, and they yeah. get killed. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Then they go in there, and I actually really like this action sequence. So you got, you got fucking phantom. The like, there you go, there you go again. The shadow uh, tackling one dude off of the building. They both land on one of the gargoyle pillars sticking out. The guy's and then dead. the best
1: line ever happens.
0: Go ahead. Next time you get to be on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It <laughs> sounds like, like what damn. Right. Then he goes back up there to, to continue fighting, and we get some some cool more shadow punches in the lab. But what's really dope was there was uh, they actually get the drop on him a little bit. The guy uses the, the arrows play. and the cape. Yeah, this was yeah. cool, man. So you get the flashlight on the shadow, they see him, then they shoot the arrows to try to get him. He moves, but they, it gets the cape of the shadow, so he can't move. So let me show you, chat what it looks like if you haven't seen it. So this is what it looks like. This is pretty fucking creative, pretty cool, man. So they pin the shadow up against the wall like this. So we get this really cool, interesting, badass shot. I'm sure with today's budget, it'll probably look a lot better. But for 1994, it was fucking great. So the shadow's like, all right, well, I can't be in shadow form anymore, so fuck it. So if he peeks out first and then starts gun blasting, pistol blasting the minions, fucking them up, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And then even eventually
1: actually, Yeah, go ahead. They even actually I was just gonna say they even actually went so far as to add the recoil of the guns affects uh the Baldwin character. Like he's blasting those guns, you can see his face shaking and his wrists coming back from it. Like they yeah. must have had some like legit blanks in that thing. Yeah. but then they're supposed to be Colt 45s, right? So those would have some
0: kicks. So I like oh, the yeah. realism things, they added there. Yeah, those things are huge. I mean, let's let's. I think I have a shot here. Look at there they go. Boom. Yeah. Look at those. Ba- look at those. Ba- this is. Look at this shot. Look at how badass this looks. This is insane. Like, I'm, not a, I'm not a gun girl, but look, I, I love that shit. Yeah, this needs. We just needed more of this. That's all. But it's fucking great though. Yeah. Uh, but but then he's again he's stuck, chat, and then. He has to, you know, he he peeks out a shadow form, starts gun blasting some of the minions, which was which was dope, and then eventually his he, his full body emerges from the shadow, and it was a cool oh, effect. Love it. It was love a great it. look at this. This is fucking so dope, dope, man. Yeah, came out of the fucking wall. This Is great? Or you know, the shadow that you know the shadow disguise. It was great. I mean, the visuals for nineteen ninety four were very well done. Very cool shit in here.
1: There's so much they could that. do with that idea if they ever oh, made I a modern know. one. Oh, and, I know. Like you could yeah. kind of add like Nightmare on Elm
0: Street elements to what he could do. That's true. Like Freddy actually coming got, through the walls. So <clears throat> there you go. Actually, got a little bit of a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe when he was having a nightmare and Margot arrived in the nightmare. Oh, and his hand goes in his face. And, oh, man. yeah. Oh, the fire around her. Oh, and, and that he's all too, like, yeah. "You're not supposed to be here." And it was like, "Is this a it Freddy about to show?" Up? Yeah, it was right? pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll get to in a little bit, but yeah, I really liked that action sequence. That was really good. Yeah, we're jumping. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all we're all over the place here. So then, Khan basically takes Margot under his power and sends her to basically go kill and assassinate the Shadow. That does not work, and then she pretty much—it's pretty much. There's no disguising it now. She knows that you know Lamont Cranston is the Shadow. Right. You know, he's t- he's telling her to get out, leave, but you know, he's, and there's kind there's of no of hiding it now.
1: There's kind of interesting implications about that too, because if you'll notice earlier in the movie, the Shadow tries to do his clouding the minds thing on her, and she's just like, "Do you smell burnt toast or something?" Because this isn't working on me. <laughs> but then, uh, uh. Genghis Khan's uh descendant. Shequan. Has, yeah, Shequan. yeah, Shequan has the power over her, no problem. Like he's just like, go kill him. Yeah. He's like, okay. But yet Baldwin couldn't do, it. do it to her. So it's right. like hmm. Kind of implies that maybe he's, power- uh, he's a little
0: bit more powerful.
1: Yeah, kind of implies yeah. that the bad guy's more powerful than him. So it's like, oh, yep. there definitely is a, a fight gonna happen
0: now. Yeah. I mean he can control Purba you know he disguised the whole entire his whole hideout fortress or the big huge hotel like yeah hideout. so like the whole city was hypnotized the, they couldn't see it right in front of their eyes
1: yeah so the potential for this bad guy in the shadows first legit movie is like pretty up there like it's intense like it would be hard to follow this up if they ever did like a trilogy like who would be worse than this like who would be harder than this cuz he's already better at clouding minds he's already better at using the um, telekinesis with the, the Pumbaa, Purba. Uh, right, Purba, yeah. and Pumbaa? Yeah, you say so, Pumbaa? Yeah, he's you know, got the warthog <laughs> and it's flying over. <laughs> the We're going to call the dagger Pumba from now on, that's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh. he's pretty overpowered considering, and it's like, well, yeah.
0: where do you go from there if you did do a sequel or our trilogy? It's like, right. Uh, so here's a, here's a big question. I was going to bring this up earlier, but Sexy Sumo beat me to the punch. Uh-oh. here we go here we go question for you Jesse
1: okay why did the shadow's nose get so big when he's in hero mode uh because uh, comic book movies no uh, there's <laughs> actually a reason it's it's because when he morphs into the shadow or uh, like the dark cloud figure it changes him into his id like the id of his mind mode it's like the subconscious like darker version of him. So his snout grows a bit. His face becomes a little bit more monstrous. And besides that, it's also just a clever way for him to not get identified.
0: If he ever does
1: get, you know, put
0: under the light. Right. And Bob Owens says the big nose is part of making his features. There you go.
1: And yeah, Uh, it's it's, his nose is going to come out over that scarf.
0: I think (laughs) I know. Right. I think, but like now I get it. Like, now I get it. Like, yes, that was just to help his disguise. And you see his inner dark self. That's what it looks like. I get it. Yeah, and, like, it, you know, even like the high, and the high priest basically talked about that in, earlier. The high priest mm-hmm. was like, your inner dark self tries to peek, its, peek itself out, but you don't know how to control it. I'm going to teach yeah. you how to control it. But, but um, like, I get it now, and I'm perfectly fine with it now. But at the time, I was confused. I'll be honest, remember, I didn't know anything about the lore or anything, so I was confused why he looked that way. In the theater, when I saw it, do you think a lot of other people that watched this movie for the first time in 94 had the same issue? Was it distracting? Do you think it was distracting?
1: For any newbie coming to the shadow that has no idea why he's supposed to look like that or what's happening to her, "Why, why does he all of a sudden look like Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> like what? why does scarf, he look
0: but... why does he look like Liam Neeson? Yeah. <laughs> why did he all of <laughs> a sudden
1: get a Bruce Campbell chin?
0: Yeah. Oh, fun fact, fun fact, chat, fun fact: the Shadow is so badass, you know that uh mm. Sam Raimi before this movie came out, Sam Raimi wanted to do his version of the Shadow. Yep. And, couldn't get the rights. Though. Uh, couldn't get the rights, so he did Darkman. So fun yeah. fact, which is which worked out for us because I love Darkman. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say so, that's a happy accident.
0: Yeah, that, that's great. Yeah, uh, I got but yeah, fun fact, guys, so fun fact for you guys. Fun fact for you guys, if you guys didn't know that. So, all right, yep. back to it here. And go watch all that right. movie if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Shit, we might talk about it here. I don't know. You never know. Um, <clears throat> not not today, but maybe in a future vid. So again, we get another really good uh, dialogue sequence between uh, Sheikhan. And the shadow in the restaurant, and Quan's um, si finally realizing. Well, I can't walk around this whole movie <laughs> with the with the arm, you know, the Mongolian armor. So he finally upgrades. Up finally upgrades. Gets a suit looking like a pimp, right, sitting there chilling, eating his food. And another great scene. Another great scene. And uh, another of that early 1940s type of banter back and forth, especially. You know, with uh, mm-hmm. he goes, he he tells him he goes. Look, Lamont tells him he's sitting down there chilling. You know, he tells him he goes. Look, I'm on to you. He goes, I'm on to you. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make an atomic bomb. I know, I know your plans. And also, you know, I'm gonna stop you. You <laughs> like you're gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, no way you're gonna win. He's like, you know, I'm gonna stop you. Just the way he says that always makes, makes me makes me laugh. You know, but of course. You know, now here you go. Like, you know, you know I'm going to stop you. <laughs> just fun dialogue between uh, both characters. Very fun dialogue between both characters. Just the swagger. Yeah, yeah. Is. And, even, and even John Lowe is like, look, if I wanted your heart, I would have had it by now. I'm just letting you know before you get sorry popping out at the mouth. Shadow, I could have had you. <laughs> On a you know hit on a plank, just want to make make that clear, you know. Uh, but I like when they both shot bullets at each other and the bullets hit each other and fell down. And then they're both amazed. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're both like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. The, the camera yeah.
1: had to focus in on their faces,
0: looking friggin' dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, huh? They're wow, like, that just ha- we didn't know that like, was gonna happen. Like that just happened. But yeah, a lot of fun. Again, fun camp, fun moments. And and the bullets um, hit like cannons. It's
1: like, <laughs> like okay, they're they're not cannons, yeah. but okay. <laughs>
0: Superhero sound effects. We got yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything has to be big. Um, one of my favorite lines in the movie. So then we get this crazy nightmare scene. So at this point, he's just like, "Fuck it." I'm you know, Margot already knows who I am. She's kind of on my side. You know, she needs help finding her father anyway. So she's like, Margot's like sleeping over at his house, right? So she's taking a nap, sleeping or whatever, and he's going, he goes sleeping in his bed, and then he has these nightmares. And he—it seems like every night he probably has these nightmares, especially revisiting his old murderous deeds um, and just suffering mentally. Just like fuck, you know, I'm never going to forgive myself for what I used to do and who I used to be. Which was interesting. He's got that uh, ancient but, PTSD, pretty much. But he uh, has this crazy nightmare, like you were saying, horror movie. Oh my nightmare god! In Elm, yeah. Nightmare in Elm Street sequence, where he starts. He's like looking in the mirror. I was like, "What is this poltergeist?" A little bit. (laughs) It's not that graphic, but yeah. When I was in my young twenties, this had all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, he's like putting. He's like doing this, and he's like putting his fingers in his cheek, and then like it's got all his face is all fucked up and all that, Ah. and then he ends up ripping off his face, and uh, he and uh, Shequan's face, his head is there, and then you know he wakes up screaming after that, and so he's like, definitely some poltergeist shit. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he goes runs down to see how Margot Lane uh, is doing. And this is one of my favorite lines in the movie. So she's laying there all sexy and seductress. Oh, yeah. Seductress.
1: <laughs> she's, she's trying she's, to, like, seduce yeah. him and get, tell him this, like, sexy dream. And she's like, Oh, yeah. yeah I was lying on the beach all <laughs> scanty clad. And uh, the, the, the ocean was kissing my feet. And, yeah. and she's, like, was, rubbing herself. No, no. Like, she
0: said naked. She
1: was naked. Oh, yeah. She tells him she was naked in the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And so she's laying there on the beach naked. And then she's, like, all, like, rubbing her. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's, that's Every nice. time I ripped my face to... off yeah, yeah, that's the best line of the movie I ripped my face goes... <laughs>
1: off and there was another man underneath She's like, damn, you need help Or you got problems or
0: something It was so great, because after it kept cutting back to his face And his jaws, like he's like drooling, basically And uh, she goes Yeah, so, how... so what did you dream about? <laughs> he's all like oh, I dreamed that I ripped the skin off my face And became somebody else <laughs> That was great <laughs> That was so fucking great, man the oh delivery of it God. was so good, too. It was yeah! like so dry, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, he went there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. Chat knows what's up. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was the yeah. best line in the movie. Oh, my God. All right. How to dry oh, yeah. your
1: bitch up in three seconds. <laughs> don't, don't tell her you ripped your face off.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't oh, know why man. he's trying to avoid her the whole time. He's probably not used to it. You know, you think about it, he's been in disguise and hiding who he is all these years, and she can but, read like, his minds. He's a billionaire playboy. He should have, well, like, women left and right of him. He used to when he was opium king. He had a whole, what he had like 15 women in that den?
1: He yeah. Had like five,
0: he had like five women in his bed and shit. <laughs> like, he used to. I don't know, maybe he's just trying to... Shake that off a little bit. It didn't take long before they become an item, though.
1: But it's just before funny that. how throughout ninety percent of the movie, he's just like nonchalant about her woos at
0: yeah. all. He's just like, eh, whatever. yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right. So now more uh, r- uh, random fun scenes of Khan killing people and making them kill themselves. The sailor on top of the at the top of the building, and there was a sailor walk by, and he's like yes. wh- he's yes. like whistling at Khan because he thinks he's wearing a dress, you know. And Khan's like, oh hmm, all right. Yeah, look at my eyes. Okay, jump. <laughs> he just jumps off the building.
1: And man, this jump. Yeah. Oh fuck. Like it's not just like oh, and you kind of see him yeah. jump off. No, no. The you the, the camera zooms back as as Baldwin and what's her face is walking towards the camera. But in the background, yeah. you see this motherfucker just go pow off the side and you hear yeah. like the thump of the body, I'm like,
0: oh, <laughs> oh I was, fuck. I was I was I was I was laughing at that. I was like, "That's hilarious!" Khan having fun, being evil, which which what villains should do. Yes, especially yeah, twirl that vi- mustache. Yeah, pulp villains. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in your opinion, John Lone Shiquan character is he an improvement? Even though a lot of his backstory was rush, 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 was he an improvement over your boy Treat Williams? <laughs> or did you? Are you still like Treat for that movie? For Phantom?
1: Ah. Uh... No. Sh- sh- uh, Shailen Cain, Kat- or uh, I keep on calling si- him Shiger Khan, but it's not Shiger si- Khan. Shiquan. Yeah. Shiquan. No, yeah. the car- the guy that plays that is way better. Like I oh, said, yeah. at first glance, it seems like it's bad acting and just like a kind of a one note muscle, uh, uh, yeah. mustache twirling villain, but it's not. There, there are some nuances to what he's doing, and he's trying to work within the box that they're giving him of the serious uh genghis khan descendant villain but add his own little like quirky spice to it like you know he has to hold back because of what the villain's supposed to be and how it's probably reading on the script but there's definitely more going on to how the actor is playing this character so no you got to give it to him
0: i watched the behind the scenes footage on the shout factory blu-ray and it's hilarious because the director said that John Lone stayed in character while filming. I want to see that footage. <laughs> I wanna see I wanna see John Lone staying in character as Shequan while they go in and getting in line to get lunch. Nice, no, just sizing <laughs> up the cafeteria lady and like his his like co-workers in line. You will give me another you will give me some more meat. <laughs> I will take another patty for my hot dog, yes. I think that would be hilarious if there's footage of that.
1: Sort of like uh, the dude that plays uh Shang's son in the first Mortal Kombat, yeah, Kombat movie. He yeah, just pretty kind of, much. Like, has that like yeah. serious but <laughs> spicy attitude going yeah.
0: on. Yeah, uh Kerry Tagawa. Uh all right, so we're moving along here. Alright, so some more camp and more comedy here. Oh, before the camp and the comedy, so let's talk about the Tim Curry. <laughs> trap scene go ahead you can talk about that this this scene i don't know if i like it or not the only thing i like about it was again i said you know Margot lane's character was given something to do for like maybe the one of the first times ever shadow reaches out telepathy style to for help for someone to come rescue him which may have been the first time so go ahead and talk about what do you think about that scene
1: all right so the the scene the trap uh, the trap the the trap that Samurai's talking about is where I'm not exactly sure what he's trying to get from Tim Curry's character in it, but they go to this. It's basically a, a water tower uh, thing that kind of looks like an observatory because it's a big round uh, facility. So he goes in there to, I think grab a piece of the atomic bomb that he needs and yeah. the the Shadow character goes there to intercept him and get the piece away from him. But somehow, Tim Curry's character gets the drop on him and ends up, <laughs> like, somehow shoots him in, in a wild fury of gunfire. And yeah. then once he notices that he's bleeding, he pieces out and locks him in there. Right. And... Then, yeah, this,
0: this this guy gets the drop on the shadow. Like, what? Yeah. I, how, I don't, how?
1: He just... He, he lucks out and he sees where the shadow's walking in the water. Because even though he's invisible right. to bending the, the rays of the light or whatever to make him invisible, he still has a, a mass displacement in the water. So you can see where his legs are taking up space. And I guess... The character, Tim Carey's playing, sees this, and he's able to locate where he is and needs to shoot. So he ends up shooting right. him and then sees the trail of blood. He's like, all right, I got him. And he hightails yeah. it out of the, the building or, or water facility and then sticks like a uh, a metal bar in the... So he can't get out. Yeah, yeah. he can't get At out. So it's like mm-hmm. slowly rising and rising. <clears throat> he's gonna and drown. the shadow is basically fucked. He's like, yeah, well, I guess I'm done for here. And he's yeah. like, Wait. Marg Margot's character can read my thoughts really, really well. So I'm just gonna like Professor X and like call out to her, and like she has to come and save him.
0: Yeah. So it's crazy. I like I like that part, the fact that she had to save him, and he, you know, it gave her something to do instead of just not doing anything. Really, (laughs) I did like that, but I was just kind of like, damn. Well, you know, I guess it shows the shadow is not perfect. I guess it's a good. I guess if you think about it. It's kind of it's it's a ridiculous scene because of all of all people getting a drop on the shadow. You wouldn't think Tim Curry would be the guy. Uh, yeah, maybe the, sh- well, maybe the shadows. Maybe the you know. Uh, I keep saying his name. wrong. I was saying his name wrong. Believe it or not, it's actually Shi Wan. I was saying Shi Kwan. It's Shi Wan Khan. Oh, so even okay. I I was saying his name wrong the whole time. So it's all good. That's hey, we could trying to call him Sheer Khan. We can make it. <laughs> we can make it easy and just say John Lone. We can do that. We just call him John Lone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it would have been maybe better if John Lone's minions got to drop on him. But it's fine, it, you know. It serves its purpose. But you know, like I said, in a positive way, it's nice to see heroes that aren't invincible,
1: right? Uh, and maybe that's, that's always, why he I got always trapped. champion,
0: I always champion, yeah. champion, champion that is when they get wounded, wounded, or they got to go through some mental shit. It's always good, you know, because the, the audience can relate to that. You know what I mean? All
1: right, Yeah, and maybe that's why he gets the. Dr- gets the drop on him is because maybe the shadow sees him as this bumbling buffoon and just underestimated him. He's like, "Ah, I don't even need to, mm-hmm. you know, like watch myself around this character. I'm going to catch him no problem because he's a doofus." But then like he lets his guard down yeah. and just assumes he's not going to see him walking through the water and yeah, so maybe you just underestimated him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So talking about it and discussing it with you now, I'm okay with the scene. <laughs> but at first yeah. I was like, "Man, what is this?" All right.
1: Because you're first like, how is he going to possibly let this bumbling buffoon get the drop on? Well, it's because he underestimated him because he is a bumbling buffoon. It's like, you don't expect the bumbling buffoon to get you. So you're
0: like, ah, whatever. I don't need to be cautious. <laughs> Hold on. The shadow looks like he's prepped for COVID with the. <laughs> I thought that, he that knew. was hilarious. Yeah, he knew. That's right. Shadow knows. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Okay. So let's get back to it. Oh, more of the camp here. More of the camp. So on the on the newspaper that's going around everywhere that the newspaper boys selling to everyone. It's on the news reels. All that Mad stuff. Madman. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Madman threatens to blow up city high. Or blow city high demands a billion dollars. Oh man, I was laughing.
1: One billion
0: dollars. One billion. I was dying that that's on the newspaper, like for everyone to see. I was cracking up. Did you like? Did you like the little shout out uh, they had earlier to the radio show when that couple uh, was sitting down and uh, they were hearing stuff on the radio and uh, talking? They were talking about the shadow, like. Oh uh, you know, yeah yeah then, yeah
1: yeah yeah. Go ahead. No, it was good. I barely yeah, the, remembered that scene, but now the, you bring it up. No, that was clever of them to do.
0: Yeah, the older lady says something like, uh, "They're always coming up with these shadow stories, getting us to listen on the radio." It was something like that. Oh. I was like, "I was like, oh, I see you." All right, nice. All right. No, if
1: movie, that's what happened, that was, I don't remember that part. But yeah, yeah. nice. Kudos yeah. on them.
0: <laughs> that was nice. All right, so we're we're pretty much at the finale here. Once the shadow figures out where the fortress, where, you know, the hideout is, the villain lair. Yeah, they have to do some
1: digging first to figure out what was in that place. And Margot's character uh, digs up some old, like, papers, and she's like, yeah, uh, this place was torn down because the person couldn't pay for the final uh, construction fee or the property thing. So everyone knows it was put up and torn down, but they don't remember it ever being torn down or when.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it
1: wasn't... (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's revealed uh, somehow she won. There you go. I got it right this time. Uh, hypnotized the whole city, so they don't see the, the 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 building even though it's right there. So now they know, you know, where the building is. Shadow does thing, gets his agents ready, and I love this. I love the entrance way sequence to the building when he gets inside it is really great. And I was just like, God damn it! I wish we had more of this. But you have the the badass scene where you have the two Mongolian guards right there in front of the doorway, and it's raining that night. And you see the foot the foot uh, stomps in the rain of uh, shadow running up to them, and he comes out of shadow form, ba kicks that one's ass, gets in the shadow form again, boom knocks that dude out. I was like, this is fucking great. Goes through the door, and the music during this whole sequence is great. But he goes through the door. The lighting effects. You get probably a little bit of animation was used with. He the was shadow. slamming some evil. Yeah, he was slamming <laughs> some evil. But he goes through. You see the lightning strike, and then you see mm-hmm. the shadow on the wall. And then he goes this way. He dives this way, and then he goes up the staircase. And you get one of the most badass. Oh, that's money, man! Like that made me go buy. That made me go buy a ticket. the The badass top of the staircase shot was so fucking dope, man. Like, it was like... And this doesn't even do this shot justice. You have to see it in motion. I couldn't find a gif of it in motion, unfortunately. But this shot here is wow. just so fucking dope, man. Like, really, mm-hmm. really badass. Really, yeah, really, Yeah, they need really about badass. ten more of those scenes in the movie. Yeah! Because it was so cool. Every time the Shadow's on screen doing his thing, it's so fucking great. Yeah, know. and the
1: genius behind how they would... Let the audience know what the shadow is doing, like, like you said, like the rain, or, or like different lighting effects, or different distortions of him going across different people. Like, uh, there's one scene I can't remember exactly when, but he runs in front of the person, and the person mm. gets like distorted
0: a bit as he runs by. Later, sorry, no, no worries, no worries. <laughs> Lady, Fat, Lady Fabloods Among Us. Lady Fat Blood knows, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I was just I had a uh, a fun little stream earlier. Uh, there she is, Lady Fat Blood cameo. <laughs> Hi, Lady um, Fat Blood. She saying he's saying hello, Jesse. Jesse saying hello. What you gonna call it? And I was talking. We were talking about the movie Crawl. Is it really that bad? and I was with Darth Daddy Lunga and he mentioned that you know a lot of 80% of the times people pre, you know everyone's against reboots remakes and all that because they always fuck it up and they do it's very rare you get that 20% where you get a really good horror remake or you get a really good you know action movie remake it's it's a very rare thing but it but it can happen but he said that franchises and, and he understands that but he says franchises and or not really franchises, but properties that aren't, that didn't really do great. The first time are ripe for reboots or remakes. He said, he's all for it. He said he would love to see a a brand new version of crawl or something like that. But if you think only go up from there, right, right. And it was like, and now that you think about it, the phantom, the shadow, they could be remade, you know, and then hopefully team up in a thing like, uh, the dynamite masks, uh, graphic novel series yeah yeah when you showed me that that was so cool made me want to go out and buy it and then have the money though but <laughs> yeah but, uh, just uh
1: hit up dynamitecomics.com. Yeah. they i think they still got copies left oh okay cool yeah well because but not many yeah, people know about like, dynamite
0: comics that's why it's like the sha- yeah it's like the shadow uh was it dynamite entertainment is that possible is that part of it as well Dynamite um, Weekly, Dynamite Entertainment, something like that. I'm
1: not sure if the entertainment version of Dynamite okay. is the same thing as the comic. And the okay. the Dynamite Comics is kind of like an amalgamation comic thing where they they pluck old pulp fiction characters and properties, right. and right. they pull, pull in uh, independent artists to write <laughs> up new versions of that of those characters and publish okay. them under Dynamite. Okay. Um, and then they've done it with the Shadow, Green Hornet, the Spider,
0: <clears throat> did they, um, the Black Bat. Did they and do a, of a series other ones. of the Lone Ranger? They may have. Because I remember the Lone Ranger came back for a limited amount of time. And they like brought it back. It was like brand new like reboots, like series, new story, new style. And it got a lot of right. buzz. And I actually collected. Uh, they're all boxed up, man. I can't get I can't get to them right now. I'm probably never gonna get. I'm never gonna get to them. Maybe years later. I don't know. Uh, I'll show. I'll show you guys my comic collection. But um, please do. <laughs> it's, it's probably all warped and all messed up. But just for fun, I can show it on, on on the channel one day. But I I really was digging this Lone Ranger. And I'm not really a big, huge Lone Ranger fan. But I don't know. I don't know if it was Brian Michael Bendis. I don't remember who wrote. The story, this reboot of it, I never got a chance to finish it, but I remember Dynamite being somewhere. So I'm wondering if it's the same uh, com- comic book company.
1: Could uh, be. And the yeah. funny thing is, the Lone Ranger had a bunch of really cool characters, like uh, Tonto, his like mm-hmm. native yes. companion yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, another. Uh, guy that he ran into called the Whip, and his like thing was he had like this mm. like super indestructible whip, and it would like yeah. do a bunch of other things too. Oh, nice, but he was also nice. like another cowboy <clears throat> like
0: superhero type, like a Western hero. But it was a cool comic that I used to collect weekly because uh, it was like a darker, grittier style, but still had that Lone Ranger charm to it. Yeah, like a Western and I, Noir I wish, type feel. I wish, uh, I wish I finished it. I don't know if it ended well. But it started off really good. And it made me interested to watch the Johnny Depp movie. But I heard nothing but horrible things about that movie. Have you seen it? Uh,
1: I mean, I was a pretty fanatic Johnny Depp by every single one of his movies type of person back in the day. I did end up getting a copy of The Lone Ranger, I think. I didn't mind it. I didn't really have too much of a...
0: um, a nostalgia Alone. to the to the old to the old movies and shows and all that
1: yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't have any too much deep dive was, mo- was it a good was so... it a good movie
0: though was it a good movie well I... you don't remember From... it's probably a long time ago yeah.
1: no no i was gonna say i'm biased anything johnny depp does i love <laughs> just because johnny depp's in it The you know the man could wink yeah. at the camera for an hour straight and i'd buy that dvd but uh-huh. <laughs> it's. I think the movie was okay. I don't think it got a great reception. I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm. Okay. In, I, I'm part Native, so I'm never a big fan okay. of how they portray Native people in movies, or right. how they always call them Indian. They're not Indians. They're not from India. They're natives, unless they're right. from India. They're they're not Indians. So mm. I, that just bugs me. For one, that's as PC as I'm going to get on this show. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but the movie itself, from my Mm. Point of view was good probably could have been better from a lone ranger fan <clears throat> perspective yeah. i'm, I'm sensing one, a but... future episode <laughs> sure mm. no I, I would actually love I'm to watch that movie episode. again and and see uh how it holds up now after all the so,
0: backlash so yeah i think that'd be good, perfect for this series uh, so so dynamite entertainment did do shadow lone ranger and zorro so that was probably the ones i had then okay all right,
1: cool. More than likely.
0: All right, all right. So now we're at our finale. So we get this really amazing entrance that makes you wish there was more of it, uh, with the ridiculous, insane, badass shot, and then the close zoom in close up on the shadows' face. Yeah, so the now footsteps, we get... the lightning, that sh- that hallway yeah. shot. Oh yeah. So uh, Khan's like his three minions out there and Tim Curry to go out there. So I got to show one more time, Tim Curry, the one and, and the Luke... only. Yeah. Loses his mind and uh, he's so scared shitless that he starts laughing hysterically, shooting everywhere. And then the shadow uh, basically does pulls a con. The shadow pulls a con on the on this one and basically uses his telepathy to make him go kill himself. Yeah. So Tim Curry's like, all right, he just thinks that's the exit, but that's not the exit, and just jumps through the window outside of the building. And he, oh, you know, oh, not, not out of the building, but the lower level, and he basically yeah. dies. He basically well, dies there.
1: It's kind of a disturbing scene, too, because if you notice, like, I don't know if they meant to put that in there or not, but when he's, like, grabbing Tim Curry by the jowls and, like, lifting him up, like, Curry's is yeah. like, foaming at the mouth, too, yeah. because of how intensely he's invading his mind. He's like, ah!
0: It's like, yeah. oh, wow, whoa. <laughs> also, also in that scene, did it kind of look like the shadow was making the room darker? Oh, he point. was. He was like, the in the end. light, and
1: it was getting yeah. pretty was creepy. like I said, it's it's an intense scene if you pay attention. to Everything that's going on there, like yeah,
0: yeah. oh yeah. Uh, but my question is, what, what happened the to fuck? the guards? Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: like they just said, "Fuck that scene." We're not spending another three thousand dollars. <laughs> Sorry, we're just going to beat up Tim
0: Curry a bit. <laughs> but it would have been nice to, you know, just for more action purposes. This is this if is revenge for what he did up. to Kevin. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, it would have been nice to see what happened to those guys. At least have them, them with yeah. their asses kicked or something. Uh, you know, more action the better. But now we have the shadow. He enters the Khan's lair, and a uh, very cool looking lair. And he walks towards Khan, and Khan goes boop, villain button, and all of a sudden the entire floor starts moving like this to kind of fuck it becomes up the an shadow. acid trip. Yeah, and shadows sliding all over the place. And then just to just for funsies. He's, he's like, uh, fuck! He, I forgot my oil slick yeah. boots. Yeah, <laughs> just for funsies. Uh, he throws Perba Perba in there to try to attack him. So he's sliding all over the floor trying to fight and face Perba at the same time. And Khan notices during that whole exchange that he's weak. He's mentally not up to task, you know, because he's it's been a basically. Long time. G- Getting his ass kicked by Perba, and even he he calls him out on it too. He's like, dude, you're you're just weak. He, he starts he calls him out that he's losing his powers because his his disguise, the darker the darker self, oh, his yeah, darker self is
1: going goes away,
0: and then it's just Alec Baldwin. And then he calls him out. He's like, you know, you're losing your powers, man. You're fucking weak. You know, you're screwed here. Yeah, his gear tapped out a bit. Yeah, and then. Uh, our, our boy, you know, he gets his head on right, gets his head on straight, you know, reveals his true nature, his true power, starts controlling it, and then he uh, takes care of Perba, and then basically chases after. Uh, oh no, he he uses Perba, throws it back at uh, Khan, and Khan gets stabbed, and yeah, then Khan runs away. Yeah, and then Khan runs away, and then uh, our boy chases after him, and this was my reaction in the theater. Okay. I remember this. I have a good memory sometimes. sometimes the old man memory comes and in, comes into play. I remember he stab- I was in the theater watching this and he throws the knife back at uh, Khan. He gets stabbed in the gut. Khan's running away. Shadow goes after him, figures out how to the secret passage way so he can follow Khan. when he lands right here, when he lands and you hear that, that, that score, that music ramp up and he lands and pulls out both pistols. This is one of the most fucking badass shots when he drops and pulls those pistols out. And his fucking outfit is so cool, bro. It's so cool. And he lands, and I was in the theater like, fuck yeah. Like, I was in the theater like, yes, yes. Oh my, I was getting excited. I was getting excited. I was like, yes, it's about to go down. No, the movie's over. God damn it. That was my reaction to the theater. I was like, God damn it! So this is what I was mentioning earlier, chat with blue balls. He got and, a boner and then it ran. Oh away. my! Because <laughs> he looks so yeah, pretty much. He looks so badass, and when he's running around chasing him, you know, through the the, the, the lower warehouse and around the glass, it was kind of reminding me into the dragon a little bit. I was just like, dude, this is going to be so cool. And the movie just wraps up with a little quick mini telekinetic telekinetic battle and it's over and I was like god damn it so that was my blue balls moment and I still feel that way I still feel that way um but there's a reason behind it apparently they earthquake. had several yeah they had several sets with the mirrors and the whole action sequence planned and the earthquake destroyed uh all of the, the glass mirrors and the sets so they literally had to just wrap it up, unfortunately, and it break, It breaks my fucking heart because I wanted to see more action. I wanted to see, you know, Khan throw down, Even if it's a mental battle, at least you know, let's get a little fisticuffs in there, then do a yeah, mental it battle. Should have been like different Lu levels, Shang right? The
1: Shang Sun fight at the end.
0: Yeah, at least different level, right? Like maybe fisticuffs first. Then it's going to go up, you know, okay, we're going we're going Jedi on Jedi now. Like, you know, but unfortunately, whatever they had planned, uh, oh, it's such a shame, man. Whatever they had planned, um, yeah, unfortunately, the earthquake said nope and destroyed the set. So I don't know if you guys yeah. knew that, chat. But I always wondered for years why that ending that gave me the blue balls, the finale, just kind of just wrapped up. So but. unfortunately... In, in all fairness, uh, mm. to
1: play devil's advocate, I feel the same way, by the way. But, and to play devil's advocate, if uh, if the only thing that uh, Shailen Khan, or whatever the fucking guy's name is... She won. He, she won. Yeah, she won yeah. Khan. If the only power <laughs> that he had over the shadow was just that he was better at telepathy or the right. clouding of minds trick, right. <clears throat> Yeah, then once shadow went full beast mode and got his uh mojo on then it's game over for him anyways there there doesn't need to be a giant lu kang versus shang sun looking fight and like a, a a you know a professor x off between both their minds like once shadow got his telepathy mojo back it was game over so he didn't need to have like a giant showdown with him it's basically right. just you know yeah could just I, I, blew I his brain
0: up like i I, uh, I kind of i kind of agree with that, but if the movie kind of sets up that they're eventually going oh yeah fight it it kind they of didn't says, have to have like they, gonna, they didn't have to have a martial arts fight, but they could have had something but or you could have you could have kept the same ending, so I don't know if you guys notice if you've never seen the movie before, he takes out what is that part of the brain, what does he take out the frontal lobe yeah, he takes out the frontal lobe on purpose uh which was we'll the about. part where yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Mention it. Go ahead. Talk about
1: it. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to spoil it right now. All
0: right. We'll get to it and then Jesse can jump in. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, even if this was the planned ending, when you have this, when you have a guy, Hero, drop down with his guns out and he's running through a whole warehouse with two pistols and nobody to shoot, all they had to do is, before he even got to John, before he even got to Shiwan, you could have had him blow a whole bunch of dudes away on the way there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Because that, that was a that was a big warehouse or where he was. Like, like him running with those pistols. Boom, boom, boom. We could have had a whole action sequence. Like, like straight up. Even the fucking Phantom probably. I think the Phantom used his pistols more than the shadow, I think. Yeah. Uh, they, even though, even though he, he didn't really. Even, back. Yeah. Yeah. So at least but see, that's the thing—we don't know originally what they had planned. And when you're making movies, you got a certain amount of budget, you got a certain amount of time to wrap things up because those investors are yeah. like, "Hey, you, you need—we got toys, we got—we got a planned video game that ended up getting canceled. Uh, we need to get this movie out." So you never know, you know, behind the scenes what they actually did have planned. But it would have been nice to have him at least shoot at least like five or six dudes before he gets to uh you know the finale here oh for sure and i think that's exactly it too it's like it had nothing to do with the money
1: they were throwing money at this movie left and right i think it was what you were saying was the time allotted to get the shit done they had a schedule they had a release date it had to get met the earthquake happened and they're like fuck it let's just get this thing out and get our you know our our checks
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you're right and uh, yes, he super uses. Yes, there could have been a, a good gunfight, at least at least a little something. Like his, sort of you like know... how they fucked the first Justice League, because the big <sighs> guys had to get their money,
1: so they they told Justice League to get put out as soon as they're supposed to have
0: been put out. Right? They didn't let Zach finish. They they gave Danny Elfman a day to do the score. <laughs> which is one of the worst scores he's ever done, which is sad because Danny Elfman's really good. but you know yeah. it is what it is it is what it is what are you, you can't control the fucking weather okay earthquake no, happens. natural destroyed. disasters yeah mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? you know what I mean um however, however, let's go ahead and get to the the, the end finale here so it's it's very odd because when I was got done watching this last night, I was like, dude, this came out a year before Batman Forever, and this almost has the exact same ending as Batman Forever. <laughs> With in my, I mean, you, you find Con, uh, yep. you, you, right, yep. right? You find yep. Con in the asylum. He realizes that you know there was surgery on his lobe. He's trying to control the uh, the the the, uh, the the guy who's in there, the, the worker that works there. They're supposed to feed him and all that. He's trying to control him, and the guy's like, "Yeah, sure thing." the orderly uh, con the orderly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And he's like, sure. And he's thing also called. got yeah, one con. of the rings. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And I was then, uh, that. yeah. And then he, he walks out, shuts the door and then, Cons all yelling who he is and stuff like that, and then the camera, the camera zooms away, and you hear other people yelling, the crazy crazy house people yelling what they are. Right, I'm Napoleon. I'm Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right, and then and then he walks away. And the, dude, it was it was fucking Batman Forever. It was I'm
1: Batman. Yeah, that that Jim Carrey dude. scene was gold.
0: But this is like it just reminded me of it, because it's like a year before Batman Forever. I was like, dude, this is Batman Forever ending. Anyway, it kind of made me laugh. Anyway. Yeah, that ending, so good. Uh, yeah. It's
1: funny, though, because it kind of sets up that he could come back in another way. Like, he doesn't necessarily have to come back with his telepathy. He could come back with, like, ninja skills or something. But yeah, and, and you all think at the end, they play you a bit as the audience, too. They're like, look into my eyes. Come yeah. closer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, release yeah. me. And the order's <laughs> like, fuck, no, we
1: aren't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fun. And then we get our, uh, uh, you know, they, they get together. They get to smooching, you know. They yeah, just to...
1: making out in the middle of Times Square.
0: Yeah, fuck it. And then uh, he walks away because he's got to go to work. And as he's walking away, what does she say? Yeah. Uh... She says, uh, "How are you know where I will be at?"
1: Right, right, right. He's like, "I know." Oh,
0: and then oh, he walks no. into the alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that was good. He puts on his hat like a pimp. Puts that hat on, looking all style, you know, stylized and walks away into the darkness and then we have our silhouette of the eyes of the shadows eyes in the in the end credits. And uh despite the blue balls, you know, I would love if it would had more action. Because any any yeah. time the it was shadow just a was any time the shadow was on screen, man, it was fucking dope. It Nerd was heaven! Fucking, oh yeah, it was fucking great. And I can watch this character all the time. Is uh, there
1: like a a video on YouTube where it's just like the the three minutes that the shadow actually appears on screen, just wrapped up into one <laughs> video? That'd be I'm nice. sure
0: some I'm sure someone's made that. People probably <laughs> probably end up watching that more than the movie. Uh, but yeah, I, you know what. I understand, but o- overall, overall, despite its flaws, for 1994, for a pulp character, you know, an homage with camp, an homage to the old pulp serials, you know, a movie with comedy and camp and fun, uh, with its flaws, overall, I still found it to be very entertaining, and I wish uh, we had more movies like this where they would take risks on uh, obscure characters, and we get a break from the usual. Same old same old that we get from uh Marvel and DC. Even though we're fans of that stuff, it's nice to see something new and different and and take a look at a new character uh that can take us on these badass adventures. Um this you know, it's funny because the Phantom, as much fun as we had with that movie and him guns a-blazing and shit, he's mostly just knocking the guns out of their hands. Unlike you know, this yeah. motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> he was just slaughtering fools. Yeah. No, you're you're dead. No, you're dead. If I don't if I don't shoot you, you're uh I'm gonna you're getting thrown off the building, or I'm gonna make you jump off the building with my powers. Yeah, yeah. It's straight up murder throughout this movie, which is which is fun. It's nice to have a break from the PG superheroes. It really is. Uh, but yeah, one more time, just for comedy purposes, <laughs> one more time, the great Tim Curry. Give it to him, everyone. Yay! Hey, the yeah. great Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about it now. So on, now we're going to go ahead and give our verdict here. So as a reminder to the chat, uh, this has been 35% rated low on uh rotten tomatoes. So we we we're, we're not when we do these episodes, we're not even if we are entertained by a film and we and we enjoy it, it doesn't necessarily mean sometimes it does, but it doesn't necessarily mean that this is high art. You know, like this is like even though we're entertained by the shadow, I'm not going to give it low 80%. <laughs> like even like I said earlier, even if I even though I was entertained by the movie, it's not going to be on my top ten comic book movie list, but I still found it to be entertaining, and I recommend you check it out if you want something different. Just don't expect a lot of action, uh, even though its visuals are, are just beautiful in the movie. But, is it really as bad? Is it really as low as 35%? Is it? Jesse? Is it? Is it as low? Is it that bad? That's what we're here to discuss.
1: I think in order to be justified at a 35, the acting would have to be way worse. Like, of all the things in this movie, the acting was top notch. The the main female lead was great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin, even though I don't really like Alec Baldwin, he did a great job in this Mm -hmm. for what was given to him. The bad guy... Uh, You know, even though the script tried to tell him to be a mustache twirling <laughs> villain, he tried to do more than that with his yeah, character. Even yeah. though he was kind of shackled to that role, he tried yeah. to do what he mm-hmm. could with it. So yeah. good on him for it. And then, then you got Ian McGillan. Then you got the dude that used to be frankenstein back in the the black and white days his his little comedic young Frank, young you know what i like about yeah. this job yeah. he's like you know what i like about this job and she looks over he's like the action or the excitement <laughs> the excitement yeah. For shit to get done. yeah like these little things in here just yeah. alone tells yeah. me it doesn't deserve a 35% no. No. and then you add in on top the 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 cinematography the excellent shots the visuals the, yeah the the visuals the what they try to do with the storytelling elements visual wise and yeah like and then that adds another definitely shouldn't have been 35 percent based on that alone so you add the acting you add yeah. the visuals mm-hmm. that to me whether your balls are a bitter shade of blue or not yeah.
0: uh, it <laughs> at least deserves a 50 percent. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree. At least fifty. I agree with that. Even with my blue balls, I still I'd give it fifty percent. I would. I would. We can walk that off. Yeah, we can walk. <laughs> there you go, walking off the blue balls right just, now. Just Here walk we go. Them we're off. Just, we're walking it off the blue balls right now. There we go. <laughs> oh man! But uh, now, just for funsies, because you know the movie Dojo Army. Uh, there we go. Omega gives it a fifty-five. All right. There we go. Bob son gives it a 50. Okay, we got some fans here. All right, so Movie Dojo Army, the badasses, that's right. You are watching the video. Thanks again for watching and liking it and hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, I gotta, you guys have a voice, too. So I'm going to – remember, I did, I did a poll. So I'm going to show the poll results from the Movie Dojo Army. So at the very top of the poll, once I post this, the very top is – what they voted for on the YouTube uh That Fight Samurai Guy community page and the below, which not that many people voted on the below on uh, the bottom one is uh that Fat Samurai Guy group page and people voted. So let's check it out. Let's see what the movie Dojo Army said about the Phantom. Is it did they did they agree well, so you it was really as bad as should be thirty-five, or did they agree that it should be higher than thirty-five? Bam! Look at that. So the top. Well, look at that. 79% to 21 Look at that. <laughs> wow. As
1: so, soon as
0: the graphic shows up, I'll let you know. Oh, there it all is. All right. All right. There you go. Yeah. Boom. There you go. 79% to 21 Check that out. And hold on. Let me remove the uh, banner here. Boom. There you go. So on the community page on the top, uh, they agreed that Shadow should be higher than 35%. Look at that. And also below... On the Facebook mm. group page, they also voted on there that it should be higher. Look at oh, that! That's good. Check I'm glad that you guys out. are with us. All right, how cool! And if they weren't, it's all good because we can agree to, to disagree. We're all here for fun, and there's been there's been times. No, it's where just I nice did... to know I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's been times where I do is really that bad episodes, and I'd be completely different from the other guy. But it's all fun. It's all fun. But yeah, Movie Dojo Army has spoken. And I guess it's about time we can go ahead and and wrap it up. Uh, I do. Uh, I did watch that Oliver Harper video, uh, which was really good. And I do agree with him. He says that out of the three pulp movies, the Rocketeer, the Phantom, and or Rocketeer, the Shadow, and the Phantom, uh, he says the sh- he says the Rocketeer has the better, more well written story. Uh, the Shadow has the amazing visuals. And the Phantom just has all the, the punching and all the kicking action, and, and she has the action. I agree with that. That's a good assessment. Uh, so the Shadow yeah, I saw that review too. Yeah, yeah, very well done. That guy's really good. So the Shadow chat, if you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Check it out. We recommend it. Now you know what to expect. Go ahead and give all the Shadow support. More obscure, uh, lower characters. Support them. You know, let's. I would love to see a remake, a reboot, or something. A series. Yes make it a little bit more serious, more darker. Oh, man. I'd be all for that. Well,
1: I the Shadow movie will. kind of... It had that series it's already, feel already. It's already pretty dark, yeah. It's
0: already pretty dark, even though it has the camp and the comedy elements in there. It's pretty dark. There's nothing but yeah. murder in this whole movie. <laughs> no, I, I just meant that
1: like the movie, it seemed like it was it would have been part of like a, yeah. a, a Netflix series anyways. It had that kind of like, yeah. series and feel because yeah. of it felt like it was trying to drag out certain scenes and like the next episode, you will see this. It kind of had that. Right. Yeah, it did. It definitely
0: did. But that's because they're trying to plan a trilogy. So, right. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, again, here's the roots, right? Here's Mm -hmm. where it started. And here's where it is in the nineties. And now it's time. It's time for a remake or reboot. Let's go ahead and do it. I'm all for it. Why not? Let's have some fun. All right. Really? Uh, anything else before we wrap it up?
1: Jesse? Uh, I just hope that Sam Raimi is allowed to finally do something with it because he, he eventually got the rights. And I think that the last time we heard anything about them trying to move forward with a shadow project was 2017. Yeah. Oh, was okay. Okay. Hmm. Ooh. But yeah, then I was hired on while. to do Doctor Strange 2. So it's like, well, he's always not going to do a shadow if he's hired he's on to busy. Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, he, we're
0: not going to see you no know, Sam Raimi shadow movie now if he's if he's already doing MCU properties. So Also, um, are you interested in doing this still? I am. I've never seen it. I've heard <laughs> I've heard it's horrible. I heard it's the one of the worst things ever. So hearing that, Jesse, hearing that, my expectations will be really low. So we'll see how I react to it.
1: I mean, it's got and some if, good actors in it. It's got Samuel right. Jackson. It's got ScarJo. Right. It's got... I, uh, it might...
0: I'm not familiar with the comic book, so that might help my opinion on the movie, too, because I'm not familiar on, like, what was Bastard Eyes, you know, like, you know, all that stuff, because I won't know. I'm just going to judge it as an entertaining comic book movie, and that's it. So we'll see what happens with The spirit. So. Alright, cool. It's it's kind of like
1: Sin City meets The Shadow a bit. Uh Okay.
0: Little more as goofy as though. It, as long as it's entertaining, I'll I'll like it. As long as it's entertaining, I'm there. And I'm sure uh, the rating for it is probably bad. Oh, it's so probably So it's, it's perfect garbage. for the series. <laughs> just just don't just don't hate me if I hate it. <laughs> no, no worries. If you, if you hate it, I'll be like, I, yeah. I know why. <laughs> yeah, but you could defend it on your end too because it's fun. It's fun and you know, we can agree to disagree. But yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up right now. Chat. The Movie Dojo Army, that's right, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you badasses out there. Don't forget to go over to Jesse's channel, Black Metal Rebellion, son, if you like metal, all genres. That's right, yeah. Jesse, talk, Jesse talks about it over there. Uh, and Jesse also does some little bit of Nerd Corners, does some nerd talking over there as well. And Jesse talks about horror movies, that's right, because we love us some horror. roar, that's right. Uh, all right, here we go. Danny Boy says, Go in blind, not expecting the world. He, he likes the spirit. He says, I might like it. There you yeah. go. Uh, right cool. now, it's kind of perfect. I'm blind. I don't remember anything. I don't remember the TV spots, trailers. Uh, I don't know anything about the comic book movie. I mean, the comic <laughs> book itself. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Or I might be like, Fuck this. No, I'm scared. <laughs> we'll see. You that's never trash. know. <laughs> you know this is garbage. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get together for another future uh, I love, future episode, I love doing these, you know, comic book eccentric or centered Is It Really That Bad episodes with you, Jesse, because you, you know your stuff. Yeah, Thank you. Jessie, Same. Jesse knows. Jesse, Jesse knows. That's right. All right. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. Sometimes. All right. Uh, guys, don't forget. Um, also, thanks again for hanging out with us and liking the video. We appreciate it. Don't forget, tomorrow is a big day. Thursday night, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Versus episode. This is big. We got a big group. We got a big panel. We got director, action director Ranjit Mara is going to be there. We got martial arts actor, stuntman Kyle Wong is going to be there. Asian movie enthusiasts, Master Chaos, Uh, Sexy Sumo, maybe. We'll see. I don't don't think he'll make it because he's got to work. But we got Mr. Tony of the Dead, too. And we're doing the raid. The raid versus. Dread 2012, baby. This is a. Oh, big is that really one. fair though. This is. A, we're gonna <laughs> talk of. I'm not gonna give nothing away. I know the rate is what? so good. I know, but will you know, you'll you'll see why tomorrow. Why I put those two together. We'll you'll see why. But it'll be an interesting uh, discussion. And don't forget, it's not too late to vote. Community page. You'll see it there. Which one do you guys think is the better movie out of the two? And on that Fat Samurai Guy Facebook page, make sure you guys go over there, become members, so we can communicate and have fun over there talking about movies, which is why you guys are here. Yeah, come hang out. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, take care. Jesse, I'll see you in a bit. Don't go anywhere, Jesse. <laughs> but chat, see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Take care, guys. The Shadow!